This is The Space Shot, episode 47 for June 30th, 2017. Soyuz 11, The Mission, and Apollo 13, The Movie. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. Today I have a somber anniversary to share with you. On this day in 1971, the Soyuz 11 capsule re-entered Earth's atmosphere after a successful mission at the world's first space station. During the re-entry, everything went according to plan, but when the capsule was opened up, Soviet ground teams found all three cosmonauts had died in their seats. The cabin of the spacecraft depressurized when a valve was opened without the cosmonauts' knowledge. This rapid depressurization, which took place while the capsule was still in space, left the cosmonauts with seconds to react. Unfortunately, they were unsuccessful in closing the valve. Cosmonauts Georgi Dobrovlovsky, Vladislav Volkov, and Viktor Satsayev perished, the only three known deaths while humans were working in space. Other American and Soviet tragedies either happened in the atmosphere or during training exercises, all of which still took place here on Earth. The secretive nature of the Soviet space program meant that the entire story of how the cosmonauts died wasn't fully known in the immediate aftermath of the mission. There were some members of the medical community that believed long-term weightlessness could have been a contributing factor in their deaths. Others in NASA's medical community thought that the evidence pointed to a depressurization event or a toxic gas release inside the cabin. Eventually, the Soviet Union shared the cause of death reporting on July 12th that, quote, on the ship's descent trajectory, 30 minutes before landing, there occurred a rapid drop of pressure within the descent vehicle, which led to the sudden deaths of the cosmonauts. The drop in pressure resulted from a loss of the ship's ceiling. An inspection of the descent vehicle showed that there are no failures in its structure. American astronaut Thomas P. Stafford went to Moscow for the state funeral as a representative for President Nixon. Nixon gave this statement after the tragedy. Quote, The American people join in expressing to you and to the Soviet people our deepest sympathy on the tragic deaths of the three Soviet cosmonauts. The whole world followed the exploits of these courageous explorers of the unknown and shares in the anguish of their tragedy. But the achievements of cosmonauts Dobrovlovsky, Volkov, and Setsayev remain. It will, I am sure proved to have contributed greatly to the further achievements of the Soviet program for the exploration of space, and thus the widening of man's horizons. Now for some pop culture. On this day in 1995, the movie Apollo 13 was released in theaters in the United States. This movie is an adaptation of the book by Jim Lovell, and was directed by Ron Howard, who will go on to direct the new Star Wars Han Solo movie, due out in the next few years. Apollo 13 astronauts Jim Lovell, Fred Hayes, and Jack Swigert were on their way to the moon for the third landing of the Apollo program. Two days into their flight, an explosion in an oxygen tank in the service module crippled the spacecraft. Apollo 13 the movie naturally takes some creative license with some of the events during the mission. The phrase most commonly attributed to Apollo 13 was never actually said by Commander Lovell. Here's a clip from the actual mission followed by the explosion as shown in the movie. Tane, we've got one more item for you when you get a chance. We'd like it to uh, stir up your cryo tanks. In addition, uh, I have a shaft and trunnion okay. for a look at the Comet Bennett if you need it. 
Stand by. We're looking at it. And then if you could uh, give your oxygen tanks a stir. Roger that. Stir the tanks. Whoa. Hey. Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. We have a main bus B undervolt. We've got a lot of thruster What's activity here, Houston. Now? It just went offline. Oh, there's another master alarm, Houston. I'm checking it. As you can tell, there were some differences between the mission and movie audio. The famous phrase, Houston, we have a problem in the Apollo 13 movie, isn't exactly what Lovell said during the mission. Lovell's phrase was more measured, more calm, but still aware of the dangers. He said, quote, Houston, we've had a problem. But minor nitpicking aside, the movie did an excellent job of paying homage to the mission and to the Apollo program. Director Ron Howard also ensured that the movie showed zero gravity as realistically as possible. Many scenes were filmed in NASA's KC-135 Vomit Comet aircraft, which allowed the actors to move about the Apollo Command and Lunar Module sets as if they were actually in space. A few years after the movie was released, Commander Lovell was speaking at an event in Fort Collins, Colorado, and I was fortunate enough to get to meet him. Sadly, I don't remember if my grandpa brought a camera to that event or not, but I did get Commander Lovell to sign a copy of Lost Moon that day. On the anniversary of Apollo 13, I will have a series of episodes detailing what happened during that mission. Tomorrow, Cassini Huygens enters Saturn's orbit. Thank you all for listening to the show. Producing a daily podcast does take a lot of time, and I'd love it if you could take just a minute to leave a rating or review in Apple Podcasts and let me know what you think. It would be awesome if you could subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you know that loves history, space, or pop culture. If you're so inclined, you can ask me questions and chat on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix pretty much everywhere. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.